Jane Zimmerman coming with you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. Just join us in the YouTube chat, uh, youtube.com slash liberaldanradio, or you can call 914-803-4131. Just make sure to put your name uh, in the chat and what uh, area code you're calling from, just to make sure I know who you are and uh, make sure that you're not up to any shenanigans. If you want to support the show, you can always make sure to subscribe to the channel. It's free. And like the video, share it with your friends, share other videos with your friends. You can also uh, become a Liberal Dan Radio patron. Um, I still haven't shut down the OG link yet, uh, but it will be soon. So, And if you haven't become an OG, you have very little time left to do so. Uh, also, you can do a one-time shot of buying me a cider. Go to liberaldan.com, click the Buy Me a Cider button. Or you can just go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio and support the show that way. Or send a send me a friends and family payment on Venmo as well as a one time as well as well. <laughs> yeah, Santos started Liberal Dan Radio. Uh, yes, he he is all, he is the one that's responsible. I am just a I am just a puppet, a pawn in uh, San, Representative Santos' grand schemes. So <laughs> that's funny, Bill. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Kevin Mc- McCarthy and his, uh, well, let's go ahead and just start off the show. Uh, we're going to play the hypocrite of the, week, hypocrite of the Week now just to get it out the way. This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Kevin McCarthy. He said that he would be Speaker of the House. He even moved into the office of the Speaker of the House, assuming he would get the vote. He has failed to win the election for Speaker of the House six times in a row now. How many times will he try to win before finally giving up? Maybe it's not about power. Maybe he has a degradation kink. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in Liberal Dane Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Liberal Dane Radio on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And there you go. Starting off the new year with a new hypocrite. Kevin McCarthy is the Hypocrite of the Week. I'm not, I may be playing fast and loose with the term hypocrite. Maybe he's just bad at this or maybe uh, maybe i'm right and maybe he has a degradation kink and i'm look i'm not a kink shamer if that is his kink pay more power to you i just wish you wouldn't do get off on it with the american taxpayer dollars but you know if, if, if maybe there's more productive and private ways for you to be able to uh to to deal with your kinks in that way uh but it seems to me to be the only uh logical explanation as to why he is continuing on this path because why else would he be on this path? Because he knows he doesn't have the votes. Uh, well, I shared, uh, if, you, if you're a fan of Hamilton, there's a, you don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. <sighs> you're going to need compress- congressional approval. It. You don't have the votes. So, yeah. So um, he, uh, he's not, it, there seems to be, 20 or 19 anywhere between 19 and 21 people who have voted no and it's been slowly going up and the democrats are sitting there like we ain't helping y'all we're just gonna watch this titanic sink and it's just amazing how how it's all going down and like one thing about Nancy, you can like Nancy Pelosi you can dislike Nancy Pelosi there's just one thing that you can say about her which is that she didn't put things on the floor if she knew that she didn't have the votes she didn't put anything on the floor uh like that she made sure that her vote counts were right and were exact and that she was not going to be embarrassed 
at all by the outcome. This is embarrassing for Kevin McCarthy and for the Republican Party as a whole. Like, it, it's, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. All right, let's go through the chat real quick. Say shouts out. Hey, Julie. Julie Swenson's here, the first liberal Darren radio producer. Uh, shouts out to the Mod Squad. Uh, Aaron, Jolie. I don't know if Jolie's joined us yet, but uh, they are also liberal Darren radio patrons on top of that. we got Chuck John, Wes, uh, Bill Deacon, Diane, Bill, Kinky Streets. I don't think I've, I don't know if I said you were not already. Jeff Curry, Ro- Robert Reynolds, another liberal Dan Radio patron. Wes, another liberal Dan Radio patron. Uh, also, he also has bought me ciders before, so it was Robert. Uh, Alarasia, thank you for joining us. Just trying to scan all the way down uh, this. Yes, yum yucking is not what we do in here. That's right. I'm not. I'm not yucking his yum. If he has a degradation kink then by all means, he should, he should embrace it, celebrate it. Just don't do it on the taxpayer dime. That, that, could make you, that could make him the hypocrite of the week in and of itself because they're for small government except for when he want, they want government to you know, degrade them because this is embarrassing. This is absolutely 100% embarrassing for him, for the Republicans, et cetera. And <clears throat> what do you do? What do you do if that's the case? It's one of the big questions that everybody's wondering. Well, how is this going to resolve itself? You have Matt Gates, you have Pizza Gates, you have Bobo the Clown, you have uh, a solid six people at least who are never going to vote for McCarthy. They're never going to do it. I-, I fully believe that they're willing to just just go down with it, like be the iceberg that sinks the ship. They they have no intentions of ever letting McCarthy being Speaker of the House. So does he continue? To, does McCarthy go with the effort of trying to uh, trying to uh, wear people out, like say, okay, well maybe maybe I'll wear enough Democrats out so that the uh, Democrats will stop showing up, and then we'll be able to have the vote because it's not it's not a simple majority of the entirety of the House; it's a simple majority of the entirety of the House who vote. So people who abstain, people who vote present. Uh, don't count towards the overall total. So for every two people who abstain or vote present or two don't show up, uh, the, the number of votes that McCarthy needs is reduced by one uh, to, in order to get the simple majority and, and attain the House speakership. But it's clear that the Democratic Party is not going to be the ones that are going to help that. It is clear that the Democratic Party is going to enjoy this as much as they can and use this to show how you know, hey, American public, y'all voted in these people to lead, and they don't know how to do it. Kevin McCarthy can't bring his people together. They can't find anybody else to bring their people together, and they're they're making themselves look out to be the clowns that we all know, listeners to Liberal Dan Radio and other folks who are on the left, other folks who, you know, understand what the Republican Party is and what it's become, especially under Donald Trump. We know that there's no leadership there. They don't like to lead. They like to obstruct. They like to use government to, to, to force things their way, but they don't, they don't actually lead to do it. Uh, Robert Reynolds, a good time to buy stock and popcorn. Absolutely. Uh, Jiffy Pop or uh, Orville Redenbacher. Pick your choice. Maybe you have a, a local brand or whatever. Hey, the, the Maluka company that I buy stuff. So I've actually had pretty good popcorn, but it's 
a little pricey unless you can get the big deal, so I usually don't buy it from them. Um, I usually get my popcorn from Costco, the Kirkland brand. Um, we get nice big fat box of popcorn, really cheap uh, per per pack. So there you go. Not that I'm a shill for Costco or anything, but you know, I, you know, I try and shop there more than I do at Walmart. So, how smells like life, but you don't really care for music, do you? <laughs> nice, nice, uh, nice reference there, Wes. Um, so, what are the solutions that we're, we're that we're going to see? What are the solutions? Is 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 the are the Republicans going to maybe pick somebody outside of the House of Representatives? Will it be Steve Scalise? I'm I'm interested in seeing if it's going to be Steve Scalise. I mean, because then I could say that I spoke to and I know the Speaker of the House. Um, if that happens, I don't want him to have the position, but it would be interesting to be able to say, I know the Speaker of the House. Um, so we've had conversations. I've talked to him on the phone. Like, you know, we, we, he recognizes me. So that would be interesting. Um, and what's also interesting is that the last time uh, Louise, the, the congressman from Louisiana's first congressional district was was elevated as a potential person to be Speaker of the House. That would be Bob Livingston. Uh, the last time that happened, uh, it was exposed that Bob Livingston was having an affair and he was disgraced. And uh, David Vitter uh, called him out on it and said that he should resign. Of course, then David Vitter took his seat. And of course, David Vitter was then found to have cheated on his spouse uh the first congressional district is a uh is a cornucopia of infidelity that's actually the seat that i ran for as well so um who knows i guess i'm glad. i guess it's good that i didn't win huh because i mean i mean i guess apparently in order to be in louisiana's first congressional district you have to cheat on your spouse um there's rumors that i've heard that it wasn't necessarily scalise that was cheating on his spouse but the rumor is, and I'm just going to say that it's a rumor because I have no substantiation for this, but it's a rumor that he, that his wife, his current wife, was married when they met, and he was deployed overseas, and that she was cheating on the, that ex-husband with him while his, her now ex-husband was deployed overseas. That's the rumor. Again, I can't say that it's true. I don't know if it's true. I, I, all I know is that it's a rumor. But if, if that rumor, if, if he becomes elevated to the point where he is uh, being discussed that he to be this next speaker of the House, if it's true, that's going to be what's coming out. And anybody who's listening here will have heard it first here on Liberal Day and Radio. So just, just watch if that happens. Um, See, Republicans are causing a shortage of preparation. Asia's all that asking. That's one of the only, one of many many uh, things that you can get at a drugstore that there's a shortage of these days. Apparently, um, Ozempic and another uh, diabetes drug that is also used to help people lose weight. Apparently, there's a shortage on those medicines as well. Um, so, see, MJ, you know, DJT's PP tape for a speaker. If you've listened to my parody. Uh, for will fight back from my, one of my Hamilton parodies, um, and one of my lines is, "And don't forget the P tape, <clears throat> the Russian hooker P tape." Anyway, so Trucker John, I don't, I don't have the facts to back this up. Herman Cain, yeah. Um, Julie Swenson, rumors regarding Republicans have a way of becoming fact. Yes, that is true. 
Um, and also, when a Republican makes an accusation, it ends up being a confession, often, often enough. Shortage of Adderall, shortage of lots of things, um, which is unfortunate. And that's not going to get any better uh, nationwide if, if the House of Representatives can't do any business because the business of the country will come down to a screeching halt um, because you won't be able to pass any additional legislation. Now, Biden will be able to do things uh, with already passed laws and already passed budgets and everything. But, I mean, if, if eventually the budget is going to run out and you'll have to pass a new one. And according to McCarthy, he said that he's, you know, he has the longest speech uh, on and record on the floor. And, oh, what? I'm stupid. Hold on. Let me change that. I, I made my thing 15 minutes. Let's. Are you kidding me? Am I going to? There we go. Hold on. Save. Now we're not. I don't have 90 seconds left. There you go. Um, so, yeah. What was I saying? I don't even remember at this point because blog talk, because I was stupid. Um, Julie Spencer, MTG never said she didn't have those affairs. It's true. Um, that's another thing. It's like all of the Republicans who back Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, you know, are the, a lot of the people that would bring up things like, you know, oh, that, those people are just cucks. They're cucks. They're cuckolds or whatever. They're obsessed with the idea of cuckoldry. I guess that's their fetish. And now they're supporting Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is apparently a cuckoldress. She apparently cuckolded her husband several times, and it's probably the reason why they're getting a divorce. And so as they line up to defend her, I'm just like, are you hoping that she's going to pick you next to be the next person that she cuckolds? I mean, come on. I mean, it's uh, not, yes, it's already been 15 minutes. Shocking enough. Hey, Dementia, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom. <laughs> shalom Aleichem, Malachem, Malachim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, see, I, I remember some of my Hebrew, some of my prayers. Um, let's see. So one of the things, though, that Marjorie Taylor Greene has interested, is, uh, it's interesting that I, it's, it's not saying that I, I'm not impressed by it, but I'm interested by it is the fact that she is um, she is being pragmatic. Because you would think that Marjorie Taylor Greene would be one of the people going along with, you know, the Pizzagates and the Bobo the Clowns and everybody else uh, when it comes to opposing McCarthy. But she's basically like, look, we need him as we need a Speaker of the House so that we can do the things we want to do, like investigate everybody in the world. So even though I might not agree with them, you know, a lot, or I might, I might prefer somebody better, it's better that we have a speaker than we don't, so then we can get to the business that, that we feel that we need to do. And I'm like, wow, look at Marjorie Taylor Greene being pragmatic. And then, of course, then her and Bobo the Clown were starting to go back and forth with each other, and Bobo the Clown actually attacked her for her Jewish space lasers thing. And I'm like, holy crap, that, that's, that's when I started getting the popcorn ready. Um, yeah, so so seeing the, all of the infighting of the Republican Party is great. Um, but yeah, if, if Steve Scalise gets gets floated more as just a possibility and they start actually bringing his name up seriously, if that happened, just watch. If that happened, and if the rumor is true, then you heard it here first on Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. But again, I'm, I'm just saying it's a rumor. I can't corroborate it as, at this point. Um, but it's something that I've heard from multiple people about what happened um, 
in his uh, with his uh, the person with whom he married. Now I, I want to believe that it's not true, but I mean Scalise is you know the one that you know got shot by the the domestic individual. I don't know if it was a domestic terrorist. I don't know if he qualified as that, but he got shot by somebody and he was saved uh, by a woman who was uh, LGBT and uh, he neither supported LGBT causes from that point on, despite the fact that somebody who was LGBT helped him, nor did he do anything about gun control, even though better gun control might have prevented the risk to his own life. So Let's see, Jeff Curry, I'm going to admit this. I'd like to see MTG and Bobert naked in the middle of a bomb cyclone for five minutes. I ain't evil. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Thank you for the water. I appreciate you, my wife, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Guys and gals and non-binary pals. <laughs> hey, at least you're not naked. Hey, <laughs> So, hey, that might be good for ratings if she was naked. Not if Thomas was. That would have been bad. Um, anyway. Um, she, she doesn't do it for free. Well, at least for, for y'all. For for me, you know, that's a benefit. Um, hello, I'm thirsty, too. I'm sorry. I can't give you a uh, – I can't give you a, a drink over the net. Although, if you come if you come visit New Orleans and, and we'll take you uh, – and if we get meat for cider, I'll, I'll buy you a cider. Yes, my wife is definitely a keeper in more ways than one. She has had my back recently um, on some some personal issues that um, I had to stop my I had to stop my live stream for a little bit last night for Twitch uh, because of some family issues that I've had with my parental units, and I'll just keep it at that for this point. Um, but my wife has had my back very much so, and it, it's it, despite the fact that it's I've had some issues that I'm dealing with. Personally, with when it comes to my family, uh, my wife, ex- outside of my home, um, my, my, my wife has had my back. And so I love her very much for that. And so I can't say enough that I love her. So um, let's see. I don't know if I necessarily want to see MTG and Bobert naked in the middle of the bomb cyclone. I mean, look, if it wasn't for her horrific politics, Bobert might actually be somebody who I would find attractive. But her horrible politics makes her look ugly as sin to me. I'm sorry. It's just, it is, it is what it is. Wait, sorry. It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm stealing Trump's line. So I know some of y'all might not like the, the there, but it is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, so let's see. Boo, 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 boo. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd rather just, I just rather them get yeeted from Congress. I would be like, look, I was wondering what the Democratic Party could do. Like if they wanted, if they said, look, we will allow Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. We will either step aside and let y'all have your vote or we'll vote for you and we'll do it. Um, But we'll do it under the certain circumstances and make the circumstances that you eject Bobert, Green, uh, Gates, and Santos, and maybe some other people just yeet them from the house or give them no power whatsoever. And, and, 
and maybe other things like you're not going to do ridiculousness like, you know, overdue or whatever the January 6th committee, and you're not going to do ridiculousness like investigate Hunter Biden above and beyond what the Department of Justice may or may not be doing. Like, you're not going to politicize these things. Um, how much would the Democrats have to get from McCarthy uh, for them to be able to say, um, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll stop, we'll, we'll put a stop to all this. Um, it would have to be a lot for me if they didn't get enough, I would say, don't do it. I mean, I don't think all those things that I listed would be enough to, to allow, to allow this to stop. I would force this to continue as long as possible, unless you've got something real tangible, like, you know, we'll give you speakership, but you have to do all those things and you have to uh, allow us to chair the judiciary committee, like take that away from Johnson, which would be hilarious. Um, let's see. Boo, 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 boo. See, my wife's keeping watchful eye on me. It's your show, Dan. I can deal. I'm so, yeah, there you go, Patty. Um, my neighbor saved my sanity and bought me a new battery for my smoke detector. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene looks like Barney Rubble to me. I, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid. That's what I think she looks like. Um, Republicans would never help us. I, I don't know. Could never trust them. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would trust them either. It's one of the reasons, like, I'm very happy that there are many reasons that I'm very, the, the current congressman, my current congressman is uh, Troy Carter. And he ran against uh, Karen Carter Peterson in the last election. I have a video up on my YouTube channel as to why I can't trust Karen Carter Peterson. Now, ultimately, she stepped down from her legislative post because she has a gambling problem and she has to deal with it. She actually, she actually put herself on a do not gamble list to try and keep herself out of help herself out of the casino and still was unable to follow up with it. So she she resigned her her legislative seat, her, her state Senate seat. But back in the day, the, the Louisiana legislature was controlled by the Democrats, both houses. And Karen Carter Peterson uh, said, well, we're going, I'm going to organize several members of the Democratic Party to allow the Republican Party to have the speakership of this house in order, the Louisiana House, so that she could be second in command of the house so that she would have power because she wouldn't have had that power had the Democrats just had a straight up vote and just voted for that. And so I consider her to be a traitor to the party for that point on. So had she been elected uh, to Congress, I have no doubts in my mind that she would have went against the party and worked with like Kevin McCarthy at this point to say, Hey, I'm more than willing to help you become speaker of the house and I'll rally up enough votes for you to help you do it. If, you, uh, if you give me some, some, you know, a committee chairmanship or whatever, or let me have some bit of power or whatever. So I'm very happy that she's not currently elected because she would have, she would have been the most likely of any of the Democrats to do that. Again, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Like I, I would be really interested to see somebody, some people have floated the whole you know, maybe the Democrats could work with some Republicans to get like a Republican like Liz Cheney to be Speaker of the House. And I don't want to see Liz Cheney be Speaker of the House, but I also don't want to see McCarthy be Speaker of the House. I don't want anybody who's going to be beholden to Trump as Speaker of the House. And Liz Cheney would probably be the person who was absolutely not uh, beholden 
to whatever. And even if even if the Democrats worked to get Liz Cheney as Speaker of the House, I still would want more concessions than just than just that. It would ha- there would have to be a lot more done, and I don't know if I could think of enough for me to say, you know what, this is fine for right now. I think politically speaking, this lasting as long as it can um, helps the Democrats in the long run, which then helps the country in the long run, in my opinion. Um, of course, if there's an emergency that takes place and Congress has to act and they still haven't elected a speaker yet, who the heck knows what's gonna, what, what would happen? It, it would, I think that would be unprecedented in the history of this country. I mean, we have, I think the record is over, was it, was it over 130 uh, votes for, for speaker? I think that's the, that's the top number of votes that they t- it took to seat somebody. So that's not necessarily unprecedented, but I don't know if it's unprecedented that you have have a position where you can't do any, any business in the house of representatives during like a national crisis. And as such, you, uh, as such, you can't do anything. So you can't respond to the crisis. Um, so that would be a garbage pail kid. Yes. That's probably a better one bill, uh, garbage pail kid instead of, uh, garbage pail kid instead of a, a cabbage patch kid. Make the clerk speaker. Yeah. Mr. Webb, think Game of Thrones, Kevin is more or less Littlefinger. I don't know if Kevin is Littlefinger. I think Kevin's more like Reek <laughs> because, I mean, he stood up to Trump on January 6th. I mean, there was, you know, the conversation that he had on the phone where he was like, do you know who the F I am or who the F are you talking to or whatever he said to Trump when he was saying, you need to handle this, you need to deal with this. And then two weeks later, he's groveling down in Mar-a-Lago um, becoming Trump's little bitch. So yeah, no, I don't think he's I don't think he's uh, Littlefinger. I think McCarthy is is much more like Reek. <coughs> Although <coughs> wrong hole. Although I did uh, have a um, have a thought where this reminded me of uh, of Game of Thrones when they were electing the new uh, um, commander of the Night's Watch. And they were trying to figure out who would be commanders of the Knights, commander of the Knights Watch. And you had um, Alistair Thorne, and you had uh, was it was it the guy's name McAllister? I think it was. I don't know, maybe. Um, and then and then somebody else brought up Jon Snow, and Jon Snow is ultimately the one that won, and he got the most votes. Of course, um, according to the way that the from what it seemed like on the show, you just needed to win by one. So if we were using Game of Thrones rules, at least if we were using the rules over who would rules who would be the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, uh, we would already have Speaker Jeffries because Speaker Jeffries has won the last six times. He's had the most votes, so if him having the most votes would would have won him in, in a Night's in a Night's the uh, Night's Watch uh, type of election, which we don't have here. Uh, if, if the vote if the vote and the night for the Night's Watch would have been like the vote for the House of Representatives for Speaker, you would have probably had to have another vote where the people voting for the third person um, would have had to, you know, have a, they would have, a, have to have another vote, another vote, another vote, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, Benny Loco, how's it going? Um, hey, Nick. Hey, Easy e uh, The only way we get to 130 is if Kevin is that stubborn, we won't make it to 130. Somebody will either have him replaced or Dems will vote present. I don't know if the Dems are going to vote present. I don't know. I think the Democrats are more than willing to let it ride. Uh, maybe Kevin I, – I, is Kevin McCarthy going to be that stu- stubborn? I don't know. Um, 
I, I really don't know if, if he's that stubborn or not. He's stubborn enough to go for it six times. Or, or again, as I said, he has a degradation kink, and he just likes to be embarrassed over and over and over again uh, on the government's dollar. Uh, so... I don't know. I don't know how. I don't. I don't. I don't know what what the solution ultimately will be when it comes to that. When it comes to what the, it could be, because I mean, I'm not on the air next week. I am going on a cruise, so I'm wondering, will I come back from my cruise, and will we still not have a speaker of the house? Because um, they don't have the votes anyway. In the real books, Jon Snow will be immortal. Um, I haven't gotten. I haven't read the books yet. I have the books digitally and i haven't started reading the books yet um so excuse me so anyway i was going to make another point and it just completely escaped my head um i'm probably going to do an hour today we're half an hour in i'm probably going to do an hour today simply because of the fact that um i do need to do another um, I do need to do another um, live stream on Twitch this week, uh, at least maybe one or two to make up for the fact that I'm not doing a live stream on Twitch next week. So I may do an hour here and then may jump over to Twitch. And we can still talk about politics or whatever as I'm doing the live stream on Twitch whilst I game. Um, but, hey, you know, I, I want to make sure that I can keep my monetization over there going because I'm not monetized here, I'm monetized over there, so I'm making money over there. I'm making money from Patreon here, but I'm not making money literally on YouTube. So, um, let's see. He caved for Paul Ryan. He doesn't want to cave again. That's that's also true. That's another thing to take into consideration. He thought his chance was last time. I think it was 2015. Um, his, his chance was not that time, and he caved at that point, and he does, I think... He knows that if he caves now, he'll never become Speaker of the House again, and he really wants to be Speaker of the House, which for all of the horribleness that Matt Gates uh, has, and uh, it's just like, you know, stop clock being right twice a day type thing. You know, when Gates said on the floor of the House that maybe, maybe we don't want somebody as Speaker of the House who wants to be Speaker of the House, maybe we should have somebody who... Uh, for Speaker of the House who doesn't want it, because that would make things different in a good way. Hypothetically speaking, of course, the person he was talking about was Jim Jordan. So there's no way that's not that does that's not a good choice. Clearly, that that's not a good choice at all for Speaker of the House. Um, and of course, Jordan wants to be head of the Judiciary Committee so he can have control over all that crap. Um, but generally speaking, I agree with Gates on that particular issue that maybe people who want the speakership. Uh, should it necessarily be the best choice for the speakership? Uh, but then again, you know, it takes a certain amount of chutzpah, it takes a certain amount of je ne sais quoi for somebody to say, I want to be Speaker of the House, I want to run for president. Like, you know, who's going to be president? How are you going to ever get a president of, of somebody who chooses to, who doesn't want to run, but then is just kind of drafted to run? Like, that's very unlikely to happen. Basically, for somebody who wants to be president, they're going to ultimately have to want to be president. And as such, you're going to have to pick the best choices from that. But I think one of the things that I, don't, I haven't seen talked about in this whole rigmarole when it comes with when it comes down to 
um, this, these whole shenanigans that are going on is how this is why third parties are harmful to the process or can be harmful for this whole process. What do I mean? Well, you have the Republican Party as a whole. If, if all of the conservatives in Congress would, in the House of Representatives would just stick together, they would have a Speaker of the House, but they're not doing so. You have several Republicans who have now, 20 Republicans who have now formed their own party for all intents and purposes, who are taking away votes from McCarthy, preventing him from getting the lead and putting Jeffries in the lead. Now, Jeffries isn't winning, but this is what happens when you have third parties in a system like the system that we have, when you don't have an election where it's like a runoff election, where if you're just doing first to the po- first, first to the post. Now, if we had to do elections like this and we just had to keep voting and voting and voting and voting and voting until somebody got a, a pure majority, that would suck. But if we have, like, if, to me, if the speakership was like a, you had a, everybody runs, top two get in, and then you vote for their, your best choice of the top two, and then the person who wins that vote wins. And that would be a more efficient way to do it, but that's not how the founders wrote the Constitution. So, um, but, so that's why I think third parties are fine in systems that have either open primaries or instant runoff ballots or other things like that. But when it comes to first of the post type elections or when it comes to just trying to do, you know, any other work and in any other type of situation other than that, a third party can kill you. And a third party right now or the, the, the faction of the 20 who have refused to vote for McCarthy are making this are, are, are stopping McCarthy from getting it done. Now, we appreciate that as Democrats that they're stopping it from getting done. And now they're, for, they're doing it for the wrong reasons. But we, we can enjoy the fact that they're doing it. But. I just think it's kind of shows how how we, third parties aren't there to actually get anything done. Third parties are there ultimately to harm they, they are exist their existence harm the side that they're closest to. That's one of the top two. So Robert Reynolds, is your nom de jour is that how you say it on Twitch, nerdydan.com? Yes it is. Hey, TV2 Live, what's going on? Please remember, the link to TV2 Live's uh, channel is on my uh, liberaldan.com support these creators page. If you have other creators for me to share on that page, please email me, liberaldanradio at gmail.com, and I'll make sure to uh, post more people on there as well. Um, See, my girls are badasses. They've been playing roller derby since they were 10 years old. They're both over 20 to 1 now. That's awesome. We, we have some friends that do roller derby down here as well. Um, let's see. What else? Just TV, happy, hump, happy hump day, uh, TV2 Live. Happy New Year to everybody as well. Um, let's see. Trying to scroll back up. Kevin McCarthy needs some squishy knee pads. I mean, yeah, he has to, you know, kiss Trump's rear end, if you will. Let's see. Sad fact, I've been telling people for years, Ralph Nader comes to mind. Yeah, Ralph Nader, you know, had not Ralph Nader not been there. Actually, in reality, it wasn't even Nader that screwed Gore. In, in, I mean, maybe if we didn't have Nader, Gore would have won Florida. But it had you not had weird ballots in older air like they they each county in florida back in 2000 
uh, could make could design their own ballots. And so you had, I think it was Palm Beach County, where you had a lot of Jewish people um, and a lot of old old Jewish people. And so they made the ballots to be, I guess, bigger text so that the older people could have an easier time reading it. But the way it was laid out was horrible. And it looked like when you were cast, if, if it's possible that people looked at the ballot and thought they were past, ca- casting a ballot for Gore, when in fact they were casting a ballot for Pat Buchanan. And Pat Buchanan got like 50,000 votes in Palm Beach County or something like that. And Pat Buchanan was like, there's no way that these people intended to vote for me. I'll leave it. I'll say that because this is this is not an area where I'm supposed to be doing this well. Um, so because the ballots were not designed properly, uh, Gore maybe lost the election that way, too, because all these people thought they were voting for Gore ended up voting for Buchanan. But of course, there's also the Catherine Harris shenanigans that she did with that as well. So many people to blame. But yeah, if you had um, if you had you not had Ralph Nader uh, in that election, we probably would have not had President Bush we would have had President Gore. In Earth again, I think I did the in Earth the Earth Two Liberal Dan Radio Multiverse episode that we did. I think um, we figured out that if Al Gore had won Florida, um, had been and became president, we wouldn't have had 9/11 because um, Al Gore would not have ignored the presidential daily briefing, um, and also we would have Bill Clinton would have went after Osama bin Laden in December of 20, 2000. Uh, when it was determined that he was the one behind the bombing of the coal, uh, because the reason that Clinton didn't start a military operation to go after Osama bin Laden, according to the 9-11 report, is that they didn't want to hand over a military operation to, to, to Bush. So they instead waited and said, look, here's the information we have. You can do with it what you will. And he, they just sat on it. So had Gore won, we would have went after bin Laden. Bin Laden would have been taken down before 9-11, and maybe we would have actually been able to stop 9-11 before it actually happened. Um, but, again, that's Earth 2. That's not this Earth. So, hey, Laura Malcolm, how's it going? Thanks for joining. Um, human being, thank you as well for coming in. To, um, Nick Rich, I watched Women's Roller Derby with my mom in the 70s on Sundays. She didn't watch wrestling, though. Yeah, I watched wrestling. Uh, my mom watched wrestling with me because she liked Jake Snake Roberts. And I saw a commercial for the, the that rock series that shows about how, you know, the rock grew up from a kid and raised in wrestling family and then became a wrestler himself. And they have a, they have an actor playing Jake, the snake Roberts and that actor is dead on accurate for Jake, the snake Roberts. It's crazy. Fun fact, my uh, two dogs ago was a puppy that I got from Jake, the snake Roberts. So Fun, fun fact for me, um, Jake the Snake Roberts was dating my boss, who was the owner of a restaurant down here that was very short-lived. Um, hey, Nearly Impossible, thank you for joining. Hey, Scotty B. Um, so let's see. What, I wanted to make sure to talk about this before, before I do go off the air, because, again, I'm probably going to end around 9, simply because I want to be able to uh, – do a little bit of Twitch streaming again, if you want to, and I'm more, welcome everybody to come on over and join me on Twitch after this. Um, so we can, if you want to continue the conversation there, we can, and I'll be keep doing some gaming because I have to, again, I have to get another daily stream in um, at least one, if not two before I go on my cruise next week, because it won't be liberal day and radio episode next week. Um, it'll be in two weeks from today. So, the 18th of January will be the next episode of Liberal Day and Radio, but I probably will have tonight, tomorrow night, and maybe one more night or day 
of Twitch streaming before I leave on my cruise on Sunday. So, um, see, Mr. Webb, I told my little brother that it was all fake. He screamed at me and started trying to pull wrestling rules on me. I, I, I weighed him by half. Nice. Um, my uh, cousin, Bill After, is very well known in the uh, wrestling industry as well. Um, and uh, he wrote a book that it, it, it's called Wrestling is Fixed. I didn't know it was broken. Um, because, yes, uh, wrestling is scripted. Uh, the outcomes are scripted for the most part. Sometimes they have to do things on the fly. It's funny. This why I, I, I'm amused at like the videos where I was like, "Time." These are the times when the when the person was declared the winner who wasn't supposed to be. Uh, I'm like, "Oops, we done messed up." <laughs> but he, you know, I've actually done some vid- videos for NerdyDan.com that have been posted to Bill after to to my cousin Bill's site. Um, it was very awesome to see. Real Bill. You know Bill in real life, or you just know of Bill after? Um, and Megan, it's uh, on Twitch. It's nerdydan.com. I'm sure Aaron or Jolie can post the link. Um, so it was it was neat because I would get to see my cousin Bill on TV, um, you know, doing interviews on TBS way back in the day. Um, what was I just going to say? I was going to say something else, and I completely forgot now. But yeah, I've, I've done some videos for his channel um, on there. There you go. Thank you, Jolie. Um, so, yes. Anyway, I think I lost the other train of the other point that I was about to make because I got distracted. Um, <clears throat> maybe it'll come back to me before I go off the air. Maybe it'll come back to me during the during the gaming stream because I'm gonna probably play some Fortnite after today. But the one thing we have about 17 minutes or so. It's not gonna take that long. Let's see. I know Bill in well, real life. He wrote the story about the Montreal screw job. And see, here's the thing. Maybe I'll talk about the Montreal screw job on nerdy, on the nerdy Dan Twitch stream, but I'm not convinced it's, it was real. I'm still not convinced it was real. Um, let's see. Heads up. I've been streaming the vote live and we'll continue to get their, get their shit together. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. I, I've been tempted to want to do a live stream during the votes, but like it's just a lot of the same. It's just the same thing over and over again. So how how many times am I going to mock, you know, am I going to mock the Republicans for for being ridiculous over and over again? How many times am I going to bring up uh, Kevin McCarthy's degradation kink? Um, again, not kink shaming, but just I can I can. This is my point. I'm not going to criticize anybody for having a, for having a, a kink for for being shamed uh, for for being uh, for having a degradation kink. I am going to judge them if they're hypocritical on the whole thing and use federal money to pay for it, which is what he's doing right now. Um, let's see. I think that Jimmy Dore is fully fake. <laughs> see, I got attacked when I said that it's a deep fake. He wears the same shirt. <laughs> nice. Um, anyway, so the one thing I did want to talk about definitely before the end of the show was I have discussed uh, the individual who named me liberal Dan before I used to call into a radio show and every time I would call it, I'd be like, Hey, this is Dan from Algiers or Dan from New Orleans or Dan from Kenner, wherever it was I was living at the time. Usually it was Dan from Algiers for this particular show. And uh, the person, the host would be like, Oh, look, it is. It's, it's liberal Dan. And, um, and so I would meet people out and about I uh, was working uh, at one of my former employers, and there was a new hire, 
and we were all having drinks after he officially had his first day. And his boss was there and was like, now that you're hired, I can ask you what your political views are. And he goes, oh, I'm kind of a libertarian. And the other, one of the other guys that was there was like, yes, because he was also a libertarian-minded person. Um, the other, the boss is like, well, you know, I'm, he's like, the boss is like, I, I, I'm conservative, but I'm thinking I'm growing more liberal as I get older. And he goes, but this guy over here, he's liberal Dan. And the guy's like, wait, liberal Dan from the radio? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to go home and tell my wife that I, that I work with liberal Dan. And there were other experiences like that um, where I would talk to people and they would be like, oh, you're a liberal Dan? Oh, my God. That's what ultimately was my muse to create liberaldan.com, to look into doing the podcast. That's why I started doing blog talk radio, um, eventually started making the videos as well on YouTube. So, yeah, all because of another radio host, a conservative radio host, uh, for, for naming me. Well, that individual apparently was found dead in their in in the in, in the apartment. Uh, I think it was Saturday, right before New Year's. Um, again, we were not that close, um, but I was still a little shook to find out about the death. I was also shook to find out about the fact that she is a trans woman, because when she was on the radio doing her radio shtick, she was not out. She was closeted for a very long time on the radio. And I'm not going to discuss, I'm not, I brought up and said her name, her name previously. Um, a lot of the people talking about her, even people who knew uh, her as uh, Rebecca Pratt, um, have used both names interchangeably. There was one article locally that did... Um, talk about the fact that, you know, talking about the fact that it was Rebecca Pratt that died and that Rebecca Pratt was known as so-and-so on, you know, 99.5 or Bayou 95.7 or Bayou 99.5 or Bayou 95.7 had shows on those two stations and was known as so-and-so and then up north was known as so-and-so as well. Um, and But the rest of the newscasts were using the show name, the name that was used, the, the person's birth name. And I'm not necessarily going to say a dead name because it's hard to say that it's a dead name simply because that person was actively using her radio show name for professionally for a while. Although she also did, I think later on before she passed, came on the, came on somebody's show and did a show like, you know, as her true self. Um, so I was, I was very surprised to find that out, to find out her name, Rebecca Pratt, to find out that she was a trans woman, to find out that she apparently has been living like this since um, 2011. Her, her, her profile on Facebook has been active since 2011. Uh, it says I'm a transgender woman on, on there. And there are pictures of her, out and about in New Orleans with her friends. And uh, there's, there's a YouTube video or two where, where she's, you know, just being her real self. And it, I, I'm, I'm a little sad in that I didn't know because I would have liked to have gotten to know and I would have liked to have felt that she would have been, that I would have been somebody that she could have confided in. Um, one of the other guys 
that uh, was on the radio with her. Um, I think he said that he was the first one that she was the first one that he came out to as being as because he's he's gay and he's he I guess was married before and was closeted and you know he came out to her a while back but she didn't come out to him until very recently um, and so I talked to him about it I was like look what pronouns do I use what names do I use what do you think is appropriate for me to do and he ultimately said, look, I think, I think uh, she would be comfortable with you using she, her, she would be comfortable with you using the name Rebecca Pratt. And I'm like, okay. Um, so just shouts out to Rebecca Pratt. Um, I thank you for giving me my name, uh, for naming me, for dubbing me liberal Dan. Uh, apparently that was her shtick. She, uh, one of the articles, the one that was more respectful of her, and her identity, um, one of the hosts that knew her were basically, was basically like she loved to give people nicknames. She loved to uh, she, she loved and sometimes they were perhaps more vulgar than what my nickname was. But she loved to give people nicknames and she would constantly do it. So I guess I'm 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 touched and honored that I um, that I was one of the people who she gave a nickname to. And that nickname has stuck, and I've now been using that nickname for a very long time now. And um, I hope I, I, there's no – I don't know if we have the autopsy report yet. I don't know if anybody knows what the circumstances of her death was. I don't. I, some people were talking about how she had some demons, how she uh, – I don't know if there was uh, alcohol or drug abuse. I don't know if she was depressed. I don't know if, if, if it was self-induced or if it was a mistake or whatever. Um, but, you know, just wanted to, I did want to just take some time during this podcast uh, to, 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 I guess, do some of somewhat of a memorialization of her um, because as her, because people in the media have not been respecting her and her identity um, and I've been a little bit, you know, upset about the fact that people aren't doing that. I mean, I reached out to some friends of mine, to a group of mine that I'm a part of, that I was like, you know, how do I handle this? Because her original name doesn't seem like a dead name, but I don't want to be disrespectful to her. I don't want to be disrespectful to other trans folk. Um, and, and basically the consensus was just go ahead and use she, her, go ahead and use her uh, name uh, as she identified as a trans woman and that would probably be the safest way to do it. And that would be on also to show uh, other people who listen to your show that you are respectful of people and their identity. So here it is. Um, rest in peace, uh, Rebecca Pratt. Um, I'm sorry you had to leave the mortal coil uh, so soon. And thank you uh, for giving me the shove in, in this direction. And one, one of the things that really, I think the thing that Rebecca said once to me that I think meant the most to me was this person was a shock jock back in the day up in Boston. This person, uh, she, she, she had a radio voice, a very, you know, you know, you could tell this person had a good radio voice that this, that she was somebody who belonged on the radio. I'm not saying she had a face for radio. I'm just saying she belonged on the radio and she knew the ins and outs. She even, she knew Opie and Anthony, Way back in the day, they used to actually cite one of the bits that she used to use back in Boston 
And uh, one time, uh, I think it was 99.5, WRNO was doing a live remote from uh, one of our arena football. We used to have the Arena Football League here in New Orleans, and they were doing a live remote from there. And Rebecca let me come on, um, and we had a good, like, 30 to 40-minute conversation um, until the commercial break, and I went back to go with my family. Uh, but the one thing she said to me that kind of stuck was she was like, you're really good at this. You are really good at talking on the radio. You, you do a very good job with this. And I took that as a really big compliment because considering the fact that I want to <coughs> – I wanted to be on the radio. I wanted to have a podcast. I wanted to be discussing the issues as we were discussing them. And to have somebody, especially somebody who was typically from the other side of the aisle, uh, to have somebody who was doing this professionally tell me that, that meant a lot. So thank you, Rebecca. Thank you for, for being who you were. Thank you for, for giving me some encouragement and uh, some Kudos for, for what I had done and for, I guess, giving me the push that I would need to, to embrace the liberal Danness. So um, that, that's, that's it. That's, that's my uh, thoughts for Rebecca Pratt. Maybe I might um, shorten that up if I can, download it, edit it up, and just kind of give the, my thoughts on the passing of Rebecca Pratt. So, again, thank you. Thank you, Rebecca, for what you did, and I'm sorry to have seen you gone so early. Let me scroll back. Oh, Teresa Tax here. Hey, Teresa, thank you for joining. Um, let's, uh, <laughs> Danny's such a celebrity. <laughs> nice. Um, Real Bill P, Mike Lindell, it's hilarious. I want him to run the RNC. Oh, that would be a clown show, indeed. Um, Ask Bill about Sean. Like, what's Sean? Sean Michaels? I don't know. Megan, oh, my God, can you imagine two years of this? I mean, they can't even vote speaker. How will it be different? I mean, yeah, it's going to be amazing that they're going to just be constantly fighting over and over and over to try and get this done. Or or here's the thing. Either McCarthy gives up on this whole thing or he gives so many concessions that the people who are opposed to him finally agree that he's toothless and he has – and McCarthy has no ability to lead. Not that I think he has any ability to lead anyway, because, well, um, he can't. He can't even pull his party together like the Democrats were able to do and, and consistently give Hakeem Jeffries 212 and gave him the lead six times in a row, um, which is just great. It's just it's wonderful. Um Do, do, do. Uh, sorry for family and friends. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of people who who are very very touched and by the passing. But again, there were so many people who maybe didn't know that. I mean, I, I don't necessarily begrudge the people who didn't know, uh, but there are enough people. Like a friend of mine. I'm friends with somebody who used to date one of her coworkers, one of, one of Rebecca's coworkers. And um, so she came to me and was like, did you hear that the person died using the original name? And I was like, no. And then did you hear that 
I know she was trans. And I'm like, what? No. And so I had to go look up real quick. And I was like, well, holy crap, this is news to me. And it was, it was like a one, two punch. Cause I was shocked that she was dead. And I was shocked to find out that her real self was something that was hidden uh, from much of the world. And again, I don't know if I, I can't necessarily begrudge people who don't know who didn't, because she was so closeted. I mean, she wasn't that closeted. There was 488 friends on Facebook that knew who she was. Um, I, I'm imagining that if they knew her as Rebecca Pratt, they knew her as her, uh, I wouldn't say nom de plume, but cause it's her birth name, but knew her radio personality name. And so known to to some of those people, but I'm, there, I'm sure there are plenty of people who did listen to her on the radio who were not uh, privy uh, to all of the facts. And I guess I can't blame them if they don't know for using the original name. But once they do, I, I will blame them. And I'm, I'm, I was very upset with the local news folks uh, who uh, who were misgendering her, who should have known better. Um, let's see. Her death is noted on Twitter. Um, a lot of people talking about her. I'm like, I, I, I used initially when I didn't know, I used her, like her nickname, which wasn't her, which was based off of her birth name, but it was, I don't know. I don't know if I'm comfortable saying the birth name at this point, but I did tag two of the folks who knew her and said, you know, did you hear about the passing of so-and-so? Um, but then from that point on, I've only referred to her as Rebecca. So um, let's keep scrolling down. Um, trying to, I've lost where I was. Nearly impossible, liberal Dan, you are in genuine soul. I appreciate you. I've been dealing with so much crap in my personal life over the past couple of years that it honestly, like I try to be the best person I can possibly be. And so when people, I guess, do me wrong, it it always makes me question what I did wrong um, to to do that to happen. So I I don't know, but I appreciate, um, I appreciate you saying that. That means a lot to me. So thank you. Thank you a lot. Um, Hey, Kim, she how's it going. Um, we're not going to be here much longer. I'm going to be flipping over to uh, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com um, in a few, in a few minutes, just to, just to make sure I have enough streams in while to make up for the fact that I'll be away next week. Um, I have to think of a new show intro because today's intro was just the plain kind of wrestling theme sounding start. Um, so we'll, we'll see how we, we'll see what we're going to do from that. Uh, Nick Rich, how many roll calls, bets? Yeah, there, there should be an over/under on how many how many votes it's going to take to get um, to get a Speaker of the House. How many votes is it going to take before Kevin McCarthy decides to just flat out give up and 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 support somebody else who might be able to do this, or or is he going to go for the record? Um, because I think if if he goes for the record, I think that's just going to be an utter embarrassment, not just for him not just for 
the Republican Party, but for this country as a whole, because it's going to we're going to be the laughing stock. We'll continue to be the laughing stock of the world as we were when Donald Trump is president. So, um, Megan, sorry, having a rough patch, but I think you love it. Thank you, Megan. I appreciate you. Um, Jeff Curry, at least will get it. Sorry to predict. I don't. Did you? And again. It, for all that I don't like of Steve Scalise's politics, it would be probably be very good for my state to have the Speaker of the House coming from it. But again, as I said, last time a Speaker of the House was announced for coming from that particular congressional district, it was revealed that that person uh, was cheating on their spouse and that there was some infidelity involved in that relationship. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe Scalise should be more careful because his predecessor, uh, um, I almost said David Duke, David Vitter, his predecessor um, came out and said, you know, people who cheat on their spouses should resign from office and then was found to have cheated on their on their spouse. Another thing about Steve Scalise is that people often don't talk about, at least not nationally, a lot of times is that Steve Scalise once was quoted as saying, I'm David Duke without the baggage. What does that mean, Steve? Like, come on. I mean, are you saying you're David Duke because of your because you're a Nazi? Like what? Like what are what is that supposed to mean? How are we supposed to take that? So I'm thinking that if Steve Scalise gets in starts getting interested, even if it's not revealed that he had some infidelity going on with either how he met his wife or currently or whatever, even if that's not revealed, it's gonna be revealed that he said I'm David Duke without the baggage. And then you're going to have people, I think, have a problem with that as well. But it's still very, very, very well may be possible for him to get it, despite that, because it's clear that being a white supremacist and supporting white supremacists, supporting domestic terrorists, supporting Nazis, is something that the current Republican Party has no problem with whatsoever. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and end the show now. But again, do head over if you want to continue um, hanging with me uh do come over to twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com and i'll be doing a stream over there um just maybe for about another hour or so just to just to get the just to get the hours in so i can make sure to continue my affiliate status over there if you're not going to join me on twitch either today or tomorrow and maybe on saturday um i will be back in two weeks wednesday the 18th, 8 p.m. Central, either on Blog Talk Radio, the Conference Triple Dan, or Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube. If you haven't liked the video, please like it. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Watch some other videos, share it with your friends. Uh, become a Liberal Dan Radio patron. Buy me a slider. Support uh, the Venmo, all that good stuff. So we'll see you next time. Liberal Dan Radio. Talk to you left. That's right. Thank you.